Hello and welcome to Mount Shasta Moments. I'm Karen Cheeks, your host, and I'm happy to share this hour with you. We're broadcasting from the root chakra of the planet, beautiful Mount Shasta in Northern California, USA. We are multidimensional beings experiencing this human journey. And as we continue to awaken to our expanded awareness, we begin to realize that this human journey is being experienced simultaneously through many lenses or dimensional perspectives. Understanding this allows us to move from a fear-based life with limitations into a love-based life filled with infinite possibilities. This program offers you food for thought, inspiring conversations, tools for living, and expansive perspectives that inspire you on your path to new possibilities. Each week is a unique experience. Each program a journey of its own. So, if you are ready for an adventure, put on your multidimensional shoes and follow me. Tonight to celebrate appreciation and thankfulness, we're going to have a roundtable discussion about ascension, about being in the physical, about appreciation of our human lives on this planet and our connections to each other across the world. This is a wonderful conversation between myself, Christina Walsh, who is the host of Surfing the Psychic Waves here on Align Radio, and Yaj Chase, author of Streetwise Ascension, Ascending Daily Life on Main Street. So join us as we celebrate life. It seems like we've been experiencing some ascension waves. Wells and waves, crests and valleys. <laughs> no white caps yet, though, huh? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seem like, I mean, yesterday I was saying that it was calm. And I think Karen, you and I had talked about it, that it was kind of calm. And then today, I kind of have the giggles. <laughs> Me too. Really. <laughs> so, and, and we haven't had the giggles come for a while. Wow. That's always a welcome revisitation, isn't it? Yeah. We welcome the giggles and laughter. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, coming back to the giggles. That's right what I've been focusing on today. I spent my day with a three-year-old, so I couldn't avoid that, you know. And the funny thing is that she had so many scenarios that she was playing out that we were pretending this and that and everything. And so funny that she would get completely into the drama. And after a while, I wasn't sure in any given moment whether she was seriously upset or angry or hurt or whatever it was or if it was part of the scenario and I would voice my concern and she would look at me and say no no I'm pretending it's not real angry it's pretend angry <laughs> and I said oh oh okay sorry oh what a beautiful uh, piece of feedback in a exactly. mirror on the loop about pretend yeah, the activity of pretend. Mentioning the uh, the wave, the the wave energy. We wanted to uh, uh, mention the uh, the incredible accomplishment, the threshold crossing, and all the other words and terms that would be synonymous with that. Since 1111, it is tangibly incredible. 
It is an amazing manifestation. And it's virtually everywhere here in Mount Shasta, as far as on everybody's lips. That's all you have to do is slightly mention it, even passing by a table. I've experimented with, with this mentioning, you know, like I've said things like, how you been since, since Friday, since the 11th? <laughs> oh my gosh, it's this calm, relaxed, ha. Ah. For instance, if you go for like a bachelor's degree and you have to do algebra, you know, something like that just to get your degree, right? And you haven't done math at all in high school or something. And you finally get through it and you get your passing grade and you're done with that. And everyone went, yes, that's it. Evidently, they had passion. You know? <laughs> it was funny. Everyone went, yes, that's it. And it just has this feeling of like, oh my God, we've been working for this for centuries and centuries, lifetimes. And we've accomplished something big. What is it? What really matters now? and perhaps what's next. As far as a beautiful discussion with everybody, he has a roundtable discussion, inviting everybody to think into that because it, it is very individual, you know, as oh, we're feeling that now is a time for great contemplation, bringing forth our inner gifts with this relaxed comfort, knowing that no longer do we have to hurdle or, mm -hmm. or get over this threshold. Man, just do it more than ever right now, you know. You know, I, I know Christina has said this to me in conversation and other people recently are com coming into my awareness and saying the same thing that they're having deep insights, perhaps in dream time or just on awakening or during a meditation, whatever, uh, an aha moment. And then this, as soon as they have it, they can't remember anything about it. And they know it doesn't matter <laughs> that they remember it. It's not necessary to remember it. It's like you've just passed through another uh, opening and looking back to analyze it is irrelevant. Mm. Mm -hmm. It's just like you got your degree, you know? So why look back <laughs> at the algebra class? Like, ew. <laughs> the, the other thing I wanted to mention was on 11-11, I ha just by happenstance, I was asked to watch the crystal shop for Miguel and Nina, our friends here in Mount Shasta. So I ended up in this little crystal shop on 11-11 and then the day after and the day after. And many people came to Mount Shasta for that day from all over the place. And I watched people all day long on the 11th, coming in and out of the shop, walking on the street. And I'm a real visual person, so I could see these question marks over people's heads floating along with them you know like the little cloud with that has what they say the little bubble but there were question marks and people would come into the store and talk to me about this being friday the 11th and what they the question on their lips was what is it i'm supposed to be doing today you know except where where am i supposed to go who's doing what where, many people would say are aren't there things i'm supposed to attend right now and i kept saying to them maybe just go outside take a breath look at the mountain enjoy your day and they would say but isn't there a gathering <laughs> And the next day, the the very thing that I noticed the next day and in the morning was that people, same people and other people, were just filled with joy. They were relaxed. They weren't trying to figure out what they were supposed to do any longer. They just realized that for some reason they felt really good, and they were able to just enjoy that. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, we're not used to feeling good. 
for sustained periods of time. <laughs> Without, with no explanation. Just, you know, because I kind of feel like having the giggles, here I go. There's no explanation. There's not a clown in my living room. <laughs> <laughs> or a little three-year-old. Or That's a Karen's house. Oh, yeah. my God. That was so fun today. Well, and the adults that came and crossed my path today, when they would encounter this three-year-old, they'd be on the floor playing with her in no time and, and participating in her scenario. So there was something really interesting going on today. Oh, my gosh. Hey, and on that note of the three-year-old and the giggles furthering this, uh, here's what sort of came to me in, in preparation for our, our roundtable gathering here with everybody included and all who are listening. With this deeply, I say this sincerely, with this feeling of all-inclusiveness, um, I had checked and I said, is this just for me? And I just got a, a resounding everyone. Hmm. And uh, checking with this, as I share with you, is uh, everybody... Right now, it seems like ubiquitously is a time for us all to be in great appreciation, deep use of our five senses, um, more than ever giving adoration or allowing the adoring, these abilities to smell, to taste, to see with this, with this uh, incredible human body that is designed for exactly what we're stepping into right now, which is the already laid down, already created a new daily life. I feel that the threshold that we all have gone through, again, you can be a little one-year-old baby or, or, or on your way out, you're gonna be experiencing this new set of feelings the next few months. Consider these new senses that are uh, like, for instance, clairsentience, clairaudience, clairvoyance, uh, where we see people's auras. I mean, it's all seemingly coming online right now. One of the new things that we'll be experiencing is uh, non-sincerity. Oh, hi, whatever. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. Uh, you know, we, we tend to, humanity has a propensity to not be completely upfront with each other. That's going to be more noticeable with these new senses. And uh, we as people who are contemplating light workers, light servers, or people that are on a path of light, are pretty much holding the space for those who aren't giving attention to the light, the self, the great God self just by adoring our senses and, and appreciating because as you know gratitude is the open door for all higher blessings thankfulness for your money brings more money thankfulness for your health brings greater health so on and so forth so our appreciation for our senses as we have them is the wide open door and the assurity of not being so shocked because <laughs> i guess that's kind of like the the bit of a drama because no doubt these next few months and these this next year there could be some pretty dramatic um scenes indeed as the great cosmic climax unfolds on this planet uh, of course all these things have collapsed and the new has to come forward and so forth and so on but the big thing is with everybody is new sensory perception across the board with this new field of energy that we get to experience our senses even more that if you look at something sort of collapsing it doesn't need to be negative mm -hmm. it can be an expansion like this little thing is closing down and this other thing is opening up and it's not finite 
Right, and I I know what you're saying, Yaj, about the senses, even the five senses, that lately the appreciation of human beingness, of, of being able to explore this planet through the vehicle of the physical body, yes. uh, the reverence for that and the exquisiteness of that experience is really coming into the forefront of my mind and I, I get impulsed to to say that to others. I, I just, <laughs> I have an internal DJ that, who's always working my mind with songs and lyrics and I was falling going to sleep the other night diving into I kind of connect with Shasta and Shastina every night as I'm going to sleep and I was asking for some just some insight as I was falling asleep and as I was awakening in the middle of the night to the sense of being totally supported and held in comes the lyrics from this song that I heard as a kid I've forgotten all about it but I just wanted to read the lyrics really quickly because it it speaks to a state of mind and a state of perception that I think is where we're going with this and here are the lyrics fairy tales can come true it can happen to you if you're young at heart for it's hard you will find to be narrow of mind if you're young at heart you can go to extremes with impossible schemes. You can laugh when your dreams fall apart at the seams. And life gets more exciting with each passing day. And love is either in your heart or on its way. Don't you know that it's worth every treasure on earth to be young at heart? For as rich as you are, it's much better by far to be young at heart. And if you should survive to 105, look at all you'll derive out of being alive. And here's the best part. You have a head start if you are among the very young at heart. Wow. That says it all. I know. Wow. <laughs> summing it up. That's a beautiful tune. I want it. And you know, it was sung by Sinatra and Jimmy Durante. I recall Jimmy Durante on a television program as a child. I recall him singing a thank you. I'm glad you... Yeah, I mean, this, this recording, 1953, for, for when Sinatra recorded it. So I was three years old. Just like the little girl with me today. <laughs> <laughs> the open heart. Oh, my gosh. But it felt, you know, it was so sweet to, hit, to be serenaded by that. So what part of my inner being or my inner wisdom or my mind pulled that out of my subconscious repository and offered that up? <laughs> the great orchestra, huh? You know? Yeah. And it gave me a vibrational frequency to lock onto that has sustained for days. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That is lovely. It's part of that field that you're talking about with the senses. Mm -hmm. Because with that song comes so many things at the same time. You know, the visual aspects of maybe seeing uh, somebody sing the song and then how your body feels when you hear the music. And then, you know, you're feeling this kind of 
other feeling uh, move through you from the past or maybe from the future or wherever it comes from. It's pretty interesting. Wow, that's beautiful. I like how you mentioned, Christina, how the body recognizes, acknowledges, and reacts to it. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite, you know, we all have our, our, our perhaps yearly or seasonally favorite affirmations, of course, you know, who doesn't, you know, mm-hmm. favorite sayings. And uh, of recent, I've recalled the great goddess of purity. I am the open, pure heart through which flows the age of freedom for all humanity. So, of course, affirmations for the one who's using them are deeply contemplated in multidimensional ways, over and over again, layer upon layer, aspect upon aspect, looking at it from all these directions. So that is enormous for me. And again, so I would trip out and I'd go, I am the open, pure heart, eternally young at heart, through which flows. And that young at heart for me just sang that song Hmm. Of, of just saying that song of, of being the one for the where the few do for the many and I do wish to speak into this with our discussion globally uh, I wish to speak into the divine plan for a minute and then be open for more discussion so I'll just toss this out the great divine plan as we know has always said all you need is love hold the harmony and blaze the light everyone from the Beatles to everybody all you need is love right I love that song all you need is love those guys are brilliant um, so in this part of the divine plan we were we've been told since 11 11 since November 11 2011 at 11 o'clock your time zone around the world beginning with New Zealand and on and on and on on that day, we literally accomplished this enormous quotient of beingness in conjunction with everybody. You can mention cosmic beings, Mm -hmm. ET ancestors, right? The the, the ascended, earth ascended masters, the elemental beings, the great Deva Rajas, the subterranean beings, the Agartha network from Telos, the Hyperboreans to all, all of them around the world from everyone was on board we saw it here in Mount Shasta being a uh, kind of a first fruit community we were always told that at, at this moment at the past, we're not even looking at the past anymore mm-hmm. tomorrow it's going to be another it's going to be another ocean away the, the past yesterday's is becoming literally oceans and continents away from us as far as travel and the new thing that i wish to speak into is the soup that we've been told to hold on to hold the harmony hold to the love doesn't matter what path you're on just hold the light matters not i don't care if you're catholic a buddhist a new age light workers to whoever you are just be in the love and the peace and the light and your peace will will guarantee you the, the next step, you know, the, the coming together. Well, lo and behold, it's happening everywhere. You can see it. It's becoming obvious where people are literally going, oh my God, I, I'm awakened. I, like in the past few days, I've had these conversations with, 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 with like the good old boys here and there. <laughs> you know, literally the good old boys, you know, the guys who own the so-and-so store. And the, because of what I do, my, my outer service work, my work is, uh, landscaping and you know gardening and whatnot and and, you know leaf raking so I I talk with everybody and and, I mean it's profound what I'm seeing in people's eyes 
it's uh it's the mirror that we've all gone through this next step and i think what i wanted to bring it down to as far as the conversation point is be ready for anything now be stay centered expect the unexpected literally expect it i mean every word literally expect the complete unexpected and be ready for anything and in this way we'll be able to blaze instantaneously heal soften and blaze open the path for those who seemingly were lagging behind last week hmm. and you know i think expect on that point of expecting the unexpected also release your programs and habits of thought of expecting the worst and practice expecting the best thank you karen i kind of forgot that part thank you you just read my heart that was on <laughs> that was on my table and i thank you yeah you just finished the whole thought form for me <laughs> yeah literally letting go because i like for instance i've i've gotten into the we won't mention names here but just the so and so and the so and so it comes our way in the circles circles of light and uh, and we love it all it's all inclusive so of course people have been speaking about the collapse of this and oh my god the possible chaoses the dramas and uh, and i i won't deny any of it because expect the unexpected but i suddenly realized oh my gosh i've been carrying this you know this these tickets these you know yes. literally tickets yes. to get on board <laughs> these tickets and all of a sudden <laughs> after 11-11 i woke up on the 12th i went did i just like did i just give all these away gosh i'm free and i really felt it for everybody it's amazing what is happening maybe, maybe we should create a game called best case scenario <laughs> i love it there's a good one best case scenario the new bumper sticker or the yeah. demo right now yeah because you know i don't know in the 90s it seems like i remember worst case scenario games and and um, books and things people were really into Some it life up game i like the phrase the phrase is really is resonating over and over again best case scenario Mhm. Yeah. You're listening to Mount Shasta Moments with Karen Sheeks and my special guests, Christina Walsh and Yaj Chase, right here on Align Radio, where we align with the unified field of love. We can start with conversations with God. It's like the conversation I would have before 1111 is completely different than what I would have now. And by the way, it's the 21st of November, and I actually can't remember what has really happened between November 11th and <laughs> I know, I remember, I saw the date today and I, I couldn't, I did the same thing. I thought, wait, has 10, 10 days gone 10 by? Days. <laughs> 10 days have gone by. I used to, 10 minutes since the 11th, right? Yeah. yeah. It seems like 10 minutes ago. The incredible now moment that is uh, free from time and space. Uh, the former logistics or chronological uh, awareness, the way we perceived and were aware of time and space, that's what I must admit. My awareness has shifted tremendously regarding time and space. And it's reflected to me at the post office, at, at the <laughs> grocery stores I was in. People, I've, I've heard it over and over. Oh my God, I forgot even what day it is. But I've heard, you know, you hear it, but I've heard it so many times in the past 10 days. It feels like Friday. Doesn't feel like Monday. But, wow. but Friday of what? 
<laughs> Thank God it's Friday, Christina. So this is, I guess, what we're talking about is this sort of idea that time is collapsing, which I agree with, and I experience it in various ways. I can have 20 different times within my phone, my computer, maybe a clock. They're all at different times. They're a couple minutes off. Like, what time is it really? I have no idea. And does it even matter? It doesn't matter to me anymore. That's a big one here from, from Christina, huh? I mean, Miss DJ herself, right? <laughs> that yeah. doesn't really matter to me. Oh, my God. <laughs> Go ahead, Christina. Yeah, it's like I, I, I don't wear a watch anymore. Oh, wow. I don't know why I would. I know. I, found, I actually recently moved a couple months ago to a new space, and I'm still unpacking, and I found a watch in my swag that I had in my office, and I just... I couldn't relate to it. I haven't worn a watch in years, but I just, I looked at it like it, it's something I should do something with, but I just couldn't imagine putting it back on. Like, why would I do that? Although I have to admit, I look at my iPhone or my computer to know the time. So I'm still aware of time, but it's, it's movement. It, it doesn't seem incremental anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so I think my perception of what I call time is totally changing. I think that's what's collapsing is my perception of time. Mm -hmm. I mean, time, well, I don't even know what it is. Honestly, I just threw a watch away on Sunday the 14th. I guess it was Sunday. I found an old watch myself. When I heard you say that, I almost laughed out loud. <laughs> I found a watch in my swag. I was doing a drawer cleaning, you know, cleaning the lower. found a watch, and I went, huh? And as I put it, <laughs> gently placed it in the wastebasket, I went, ah. Ah. <laughs> and the watch worked perfectly. I didn't want to give it away. I didn't want to. I said, ah. Here, here, I'm going to just put that where it belongs. I had a really sweet friend who used to <laughs> do this we we always had uh you know like little bits of time to hang out together and he used to routinely take his watch off that he wore constantly and put it on a table somewhere and then just look at me and say now we have all the time in the world <laughs> yeah yeah good one good one we have all the time in the world <laughs> I literally do. Eternity is making more and more sense. What are some other things? Let's see. What are some things? Oh, the solar extrasolar act. Solar. Solar. That's great. Like, can I say that? No, it's solar. And then I, then I got all confused. Extra sol solar beings, because we're in this solar system, and so, you know, even on eleven eleven, we were interacting with extra solar beings. Oh, okay. Now I follow you. Yeah. So, like Great Central we, Sun. We were trying exactly. We were trying to find different words uh, when we were talking the other day uh, that we could be using now, and one of them had to do with the sun. Extrasolar. I yes. love it. Yes. yes. So, 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 so it could be an ES instead of an ET. Exactly. Extrasolar beings. Yeah. Precisely. We uh, in preparing and uh, talking about the uh, the gathering with everybody here around the globe. 
because uh, this comes forth from a much compassion from all of us as we feel the compassion of all other life. Compassion, speaking of new words, since that's the new age we just stepped into and we're being catapulted now in through and into some scenarios, uh, the, the best case scenarios that are going to be profound. The new word, uh, new terminology is wonderful to bring out with the expectation that people will just get it. And, and one that Christina and I were speaking of, and then Karen, you picked right up on it right now, and most people will. For instance, alien. Aliens are those that are simply would, would like to just, you know, raise the earth with a Z that is, you know, just keep strip mining going on or keep everybody corralled. Uh, that's the alien. Aliens are not ETs. ETs, extraterrestrials, have often said to us, we're really ES beings, we're extrasolar beings. Well, duh, as soon as I heard it, I went, yeah, of course, you're not extraterrestrials. <laughs> Extra solar beings, <laughs> right? And, and, terrestrial, you know, extra terrestrial. I mean, duh, right? I can go, okay, that makes perfect sense. And and our own definitions. Every time you require a definition, you acquire a limitation. So of course, but for us, we are vast, multi-dimensional beings of great light. This is who we are. We are vast, multi-dimensional beings of great light. And right now, we're not about to. What we're about to do is we're about to experience a whole lot more and more and more of what we experienced today in, in all of our thoughts, feelings, actions, interactions. It's going to be more and more and more until the point where, like I said, even non-truths. Uh, well, I think we're going to be experiencing this before the, before the uh, winter solstice has long passed. Regular, everyday people literally having openings going you you just lied to me or or or, or why are you having what do you have an anger at your wife for? i mean literally it's what you call reading minds that's how it's perceived but you're not really reading minds you're just reading what's in the aura like a writing on the wall and of course it's it's received uh you know clairvoyance no this is just it's just received spontaneously it's almost unexplainable i don't know how i can see it but I can just tell that, again, we do, we're just using the, the, the context of non-truths around an office space, let's say, you know, which are common. We don't know judgments about this, but this is going to create some interesting uh, interactions, I think, as the, as, the, uh, as the senses come online with the new, new grid. There's something we can talk about. How about the activation of the meridians, which, as we know, our dear Patti Robles and the... Uh, her, her groups, yes, we are, many are familiar with her around the world. That's Patricia Diane Cotrobos. That would be, uh, I think it's uh, uh, the Aulis. Eraofpeace.org? Eraofpeace.org. Yeah. Eraofpeace.org. She stepped forward and said, we're going to be activating and healing the grids. Yes, the meridians. So as the meridians have right now, come online and as you know when a wound a cut a cut let's say a little cut on your finger or your arm starts to heal it's closed it heals really fast before you know it it's gone that's what we're experiencing with the grids they've been healed and now the scar tissue is transmuting and transforming exceedingly rapidly and of course, this is going to cause some, in a best case scenario, to kind of go, whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa, because of my senses, you know, what I'm picking up on. 
But that's what we'll all experience it. We'll experience it more physically. And of course, love being the glue that holds it all together, the more loving and adoring I am to life that passes me by, the more I'll receive, the more everybody will receive as far as openings and uh, greater awareness and the glue that's going to keep it all together. So speaking of new words, what about meridians and like stargates and, you know, the grid work? I call it grid work, you know, this kind of collection of energy that looks like this web around the earth uh, in different geometric patterns. Um, I'm trying to think what, what other words there are for those. Solar disks. I love it. You know, like, what's a solar oh, disk on the earth right now? Like, what does that mean? Like, and where are they? Yeah. That's beautiful. Solar disk, what comes up with me, is the flower of life, the Vesica Pisces. Yes. Uh, most, most people are familiar with the great flower of life, right? Yeah. Which is just intersecting, overlapping of Vesica Pisces, you know, circles, overlapping circles. That's beautiful. And that, that creating on looking at that three-dimensionally, but now let's just say this, fifth-dimensionally or multi-dimensionally, mm -hmm. all of a sudden disks become this solar cube which becomes a solar sphere mm -hmm. and in this oneness these discs are literally uh spherical they're because they're seen in all directions like a great torus um which the universe most physicists know are made up of toruses like a like a side cut of an apple you know looking mm -hmm. at an apple but sideways a center spine with radiant energy going out in a heart shape New words, lattice. Oh, like lattice and like the Taurus. Yeah, yeah, lattice. People will be start talking about Tauruses. Oh, about new words and newness. Um, you know how the, the great mercy, the great divine plan has always uh, allowed for mercy, which, which oftentimes is pioneers revealing what's next. Remember, just to, to, tapping into our memory, remember the, the youngsters in China in the school? There, there's a yes. couple air kids around China that were, that were reading books through the wall. Yes. They were just spouting off anything and they were right on the money. Well, how about that one, huh? Wow. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you know, because that's already been anchored. So there, there you have a physical, etheric memory on the planet, like an ascension, like Yeshua, Jesus' ascension. On, on the hill of Bethany, there's an etheric record that, of course, well, it goes without saying, makes it all easier for us to make our ascension into the next level and so forth. But back to the children in our lifetime, these these kids were reading. The teacher would open a book at any page, hold it open, and the kid would read in the classroom, word for word, no mistake, every jot and tittle, every word on both pages. Wow. On the other side of the wall. And it was going on over and over and over again. So there we have it. I mean, so all this stuff is laid down for us. And the, the God mind of the planet, the God mind of the universe, having already been there, you know, this isn't something new. But just like when, like walking isn't new to us. Walking is something we all do. But if our, if our to when our toddler takes his first step, oh my God, you know, it's like the biggest news in the family you know and the toddler walks across the living room floor so it is new. Anyway. walking by the way is an amazing feat and if you've ever 
had to the opportunity to to re-examine the act of walking down to its component parts you'll find yourself astonished that it's even possible and to me that's one of the things that we do constantly and we never think about that's a, a feat it's an actual feat <laughs> that it is a, you know really yeah exactly uh, against Caroline, all odds Thich Nhat Hanh uh, mentioned this years ago when Thich Nhat Hanh was first coming forth with his incredible piece, you know, uh, back in the 90s. And he said, it is a miracle to be walking the earth, literally. He's and then right. went into the Achilles heel, what the Achilles heel is. But continue, it's, it's literally, uh, you being a nurse, you're, you're a, uh, in physiotomy and physical Everyone, just so you know, our dear host here, Karen, is is, is a full blown full blown RN, <laughs> <laughs> blown out the other side. <laughs> yeah, and it is. It's literally a miracle to it walk is. on the planet. And how about that optic nerve, everybody? Huh? Oh huh? <laughs> I, that should be our first clue that when it comes in, it's it's perceived. I mean, supposedly comes in upside down, and then it's. <laughs> It's righted. Let's all follow that thread for a while. Yeah, oh my gosh, who believes in miracles? That's funny. Yeah. Miraculous. So it's it, on in the northern hemisphere. We're moving in this week into in the United States Thanksgiving holiday, and you know the transition from fall into winter is fast approaching, and in the southern hemisphere it's opposite so we're moving into those solstice moments soon and I just wanted to throw out the question of you know what what is a good place of focus for each individual that we can maybe play with a little bit during these times that gives us each our individual experience our uniqueness and also participates in that grid or that interconnectedness on another dimension we're all participating in. I feel Christina has a beautiful soliloquy for us. <laughs> I don't know about that, but I do think that I tend to go way out there for some of these things and then bring it back to Earth. And so I think because time's collapsing, this idea of these earth movements and the changes of the weather you know can really be anything during your day I mean I do think that if any human being just stays still and kind of connects with kind of the elements and what the weather's doing that day they could actually really experience anything they wanted to whether that be winter or summer or whatever and it becomes like this meditation of how I would like to experience the elements in this moment even if it's raining and pouring and snowing and <laughs> I don't know what Mount Shasta is doing today but that's another sort of field of energy we can play in and then sometimes when I think about things like this about how to kind of connect with everyone all at the same time in kind of my grid work I do go extra planetary where I end up talking to a Jupiter or a Mercury or a Saturn and kind of seeing what message 
or what energies Saturn is sort of conveying to the Earth and how is the Earth answering back and what what is this conversation going on between all the planets right now and it's 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 like having a bunch of people come over to your house and have a you know and they're talking <laughs> in conversation but I just noticed that and maybe this is where some of the calmness has been coming to me is that you know they're not at war these planets these giant balls of light and gases and I don't even know what material they're made of anymore but they really are in harmony you know they're moving around because they feel like moving around and you know we call them orbits or they're retrograde or they're this or you know we, we've tried to explain it to death <laughs> and and I admire those folks that just want an explanation because I'm with you you know I want to know I really want to know but how do I know anything except to just experience and sort of feel what is Saturn saying to the earth and what is the earth saying to Mercury what's Mercury saying to Venus and what's going on with Venus anyway and then Mars Mars? Nobody's talking to Mars right now. What's going on? <laughs> Gosh, that's beautiful, Christina. Galactic Woodstock. That's what that whole story you just told sounded like to me, Christina. Like it was the the potential for this festival that everything, everyone in the solar system could participate in if we just start asking and inviting. Yeah. 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 You're listening to Mount Shasta Moments with Karen Sheeks and my special guests, Christina Walsh and Yaj Chase, right here on Align Radio, where we align with the unified field of love. What I was remembering for all of us uh, and with dear Christina's uh, 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 take on, on the planets, uh, one of the great ones, by the way, one of our great uh, sisters, avatars throughout uh, the ages mentioned that oh the least you could do is honor have a chat with the local neighbors in your solar system eh mm. yeah. <laughs> and uh, and what I'd like to carry into is uh, about the conversation with the with the richness that Christina was talking about you know what is Venus really saying what does Saturn have to do with this now moment the same thing can that of course be with our our angelics you know Mm -hmm. uh, how the angels now there's a group of sentient individuals who have waited are still waiting and are so present now since november 11th 2011 since last week are even more online just ask yourself if they're not i mean everything around you will, will declare that your angels are even more uh not the correct way to say it more bending the ear even more uh, than they ever have been and by the way we've been upgraded according to my guidance team uh, everybody on earth has been given uh, m more more individual angels because of the great just like the great souls I should say all the souls are backed up to our tourists to be here uh, that's why our embodiment is so privileged at this time so if we ever start boohooing just remember how privileged this embodiment is at this time. But in the same fashion, angels are so close right now. So close. The slightest invocation to angels, and you can uh, perhaps either feel them 
or simply no. But there's a new one in response to Karen's question like, so what, as we come closer to the solstice, how can we experience it newly as in the new solstice of the new age? And of course, this is just one aspect, one great step of our, well, of our new evolution because it's all new and it'll really show itself new. But that's my thing is the angelics. In the same, I almost want to like uh, reverb what our dear Christina just shared, just that that rich, all together, all sitting at the table. You know, imagine sitting around Thanksgiving dinner with Venus, Mars, Uranus, Saturn, you know, Neptune, and, and, and a few of the moons, Eros, yes? Mm-hmm. Just sitting around at a table and just having a great conversation. You know, oh my gosh. How thrilling. That's where I'm at. So there's my little flip on that. Is the same as I want to ditto Christina, mm-hmm. only it's the angelics and the extraterrestrials. And you know, in the past year, I've had a conversation with many a person and on and off the radio about the experience of individuation or the unique expression of source that each of us represent and our unity consciousness as as we expand our perceptions and our understandings we begin to understand that truthfully we're experiencing both of those things simultaneously and we can perceive it as such if we choose to where it may be in the past perhaps we were thinking of those things as mutually exclusive like back in the days when we were taught to meditate and leave our body you know to to get into the cosmic consciousness and now we're experiencing both of those things simultaneously and I think this this really important thing is happening in the solstice times where I'm here on the northern hemisphere and fall is moving into winter and there are seasonal celebrations and pagan based celebrations you know around those things and on the other side of the earth spring is moving into summer with the same sort of celebrations and holidays and experiences now I am a spring summer person I love the spring and the summer and suddenly I realize that as I totally go into this quiet season and celebrate my fall into winter depth and stillness I can expand I can go global and at the same time I can experience that spring into summer that I love so much I can be in both realities because they're both happening simultaneously in the third dimension on this planet Mm -hmm. and I'm here in a body and I'm a multi-dimensional being so I get to do it all experiencing it sensually as well yes yeah yeah you could be in New Zealand right now so there's no waiting for that time to come because it's already it's happening simultaneously and I don't have to travel physically geographically I, all I need to do is get bigger <laughs> beautiful <laughs> beautiful wow your body beloveds all who are listening I remind myself as well your bodies one of the designs in the blueprint our bodies that is are spaceships. Your body yeah. is a starship. Literally. Yeah. 
I came, I don't know when I got that. It was a couple of, it was very recent, a couple of days ago. Yeah. And I was like, ah. <laughs> and then I forgot all about it. <laughs> then it must have been important. Yeah, it was important. I probably just came back from someplace fabulous and then totally forgot. I love it. The stuff we forget is probably the most important stuff at all cause of all because we don't need to look back and remember it again. We've just crossed another threshold. Yeah. Well said. Beautiful. Yeah, really. Why, why get preoccupied with what's so important? <laughs> 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 it'll this, change, you know. Precisely, it'll change. So, yeah, I think most all of us, and, and especially our dear ones in the lower, not the lower, the southern half of this sweet planet, the southern hemisphere, as they're launching forward into the deeper summer, you know, out of this magnificent spring from South America to Australia to, you know, all through Polynesia and the Tongas and oh my gosh. And not to mention Africa. So uh, these folks have had a wonderful spring, according to my, my little trips around the world uh, of, the, of the last couple months. This fullness of what Karen was sharing about this now moment, simultaneous synchronistic, it, because it is synchronicity where, where, where the breath, the thought, and the feeling, and then when you come together in one harmonious, launch the breath feeling and thought instead of having this work on the thought get the picture perfect okay amplify the feeling okay breathe you know instead of this all the it's all this one <gasps> oh no nah, you know uh-huh uh-huh it's very sustainable it seems to be highly practical and pragmatic now oh i love i'd love to get some feedback from the uh from the listeners uh, mm -hmm. From a lion radio here regarding this one i can feel people going yes you know right now i know i just want to say happy fall winter spring summer everyone <laughs> yeah 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 thank you karen thank and you so tell us about the book oh that would be for me yes yes mm -hmm. yodge <laughs> i go by yodge chase it's my uh my heart pen name, Y-O-J and Chase. Um, the book was great. It, uh, um, I came out with this book and I named it Streetwise Ascension. Uh, <laughs> again, I guess that does kind of dovetail with what we're talking about. You know, bring it into the, the street like Karen was observing uh, at, the, at, the, at the seed store, you know, at the crystal store. Mm -hmm. um, people outside, so there it is. Um, so Streetwise Ascension is the title. The subtitle is Ascending Daily Life on Main Street. And it's a, and it's a compilation of, of a divine call, uh, a moment that I had. You know, we all, we all ask life, God, life, light, love, all being the same word. I asked love, what is it that I could be doing right now? What is for humanity, for my loved ones? And then I did this in, in uh, Christmas of 2009. By January 2010, I started putting out a, a, a short, terse email. And so the book is what that is. I started putting out these emails to just my personal groups, which were approximately 100 people, you know, on a different couple groups I had been involved with email-wise. And, and lo and behold to me, the groups, uh, different individuals I had mentioned, I said, this is not copyrighted material. This is just 
what I'm receiving for the collective, the feedback was over the top. I was getting feedback from Germany, Norway, two from Africa, uh, one gentleman from Nigeria who ended up being a quote in our book, one of the testimonies. So uh, I put out this email that went full spectrum, pretty much all over the map, for instance, from environment to, uh, to celestial matters, to the cosmic view of things uh, that come through my filter and my temple to the inner earth view because me being very much a, a middle earth being a subterranean lineage and so on and so forth so i brought it all into what might come out on a daily basis so i put out these emails every day with a lot of heart early in the morning and the feedback was over the top so i kind of went mm, well that's cool and two or three people said you should make a book these these things should be published yaj and like a lot of us i kind of went oh yeah okay i don't really have time well eventually a publishing house contacted me mount shasta life publishing she approached me and said uh, the owner and said we get your emails i've received a few of them and we'd like to do a book i thought oh my gosh well that was it and uh the book came out beautiful and uh karen has a copy she likes i love it it's beautiful kind of book you can cut into like cheesecake take a bite here and there <laughs> that's enough i think you know it's true so where can people find your book ms light publishing ms stands for mount shasta so ms light publishing and also amazon.com has it yay yay streetwise ascension yaj chasen the ink is violet and it's beautiful manila pages we we spared no expense it's a beautiful small paperback about the size of an old bantam or penguin paperback that could fit in your back pocket so it's mslightpublishing.com yes uh-huh awesome yeah. and amazon so yeah thank you very much let's say this but what we need is perhaps what Karen and Christina and brought forth early on that's just stepping outside like you were saying to the people coming in the store just i perhaps i would suggest getting outside and opening up your senses and looking at the mountain and getting some sun the reason i bring it back to the table to talk about is because opening up your senses to the environment around us especially trees trees and plants and so forth will assist each one of us in making sense of the enormity and the bigness well there you have it of of the next moments um, it'll agree. help it'll help us make sense mm -hmm. just by being outside or or again the environment of a child or just the environment of your desk and your surroundings it will help you make sense looking it's sensuality now <laughs> it really is and even sex will come online we'll be hearing this this will be a lot of the discussion especially after the uh threshold of, of, of winter 2012 and we all kind of take a breath one of the one of the things on the table will be sexuality i mean come on uh, sexuality meaning with every part of life it'll come online and it will become part of the things that reflect the profound almost extreme original sacredness of sensuality of sacredness of looking out your eyes broadcasting out of your ears um, sacred intimacy and sexuality and romance will be 
will be the other side of a of a profound Taurus, a profound coin. Um, it'll be the beautiful side of the coin, and uh, that's something to look forward to with people. Humanity is stepping up to the to the place where we've blazed the trail. We've actually made the stage set so the audience is going to walk up on stage and start acting. It's that real. Mm-hmm. Wow, that can be another whole show. <laughs> yes, soul sexuality part two. <laughs> part two. Needless to say, the next few moments on this planet for all of us are going to be enormous. And nature and sensuality will help us experience it from the place of the center of light. Because anything other than light that is perceived other than light will simply vanquish into the light. And I'm reminding myself nowadays, remember, Yaj, the darkness is the light. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's our time, huh, Christina? Yeah, I think so. God, this has Thank been you. awesome. Wow, everybody. Really? We got to stop talking? Oh, <laughs> just oh, for now. Stop. Just for now. <laughs> call just, me, would you? Just call me. Yes. I love it. This was All fun. right. We'll call you again. Yes. Yaj, thank you so much for spending time with us tonight. Thank you so much for sharing your time with us tonight. That's it for this evening's show. Wherever you are on this beautiful planet, celebrate your life and know that you're connected to everyone else. And we're having a beautiful dance in this season of transition. So many blessings, and we'll see you next week. You're listening to Mount Shasta Moments on Align Radio, where we align with the unified field of love. Mm-hmm.